0: there was this guy who made major moves in his life for the good he really changed his life he upgraded the way he was living in many ways and his rabbi asked him what turned you on what made you suddenly you know, turn your life around so he said he read this book and the book parenthetically it says this says everyone should ask themselves three questions Question number one is, what's something that, looking far ahead in the future, you could look back on, if you did this thing, and you would say, I'm so happy I did this. This is really worth it. What's something you could do now, that you'd say, tell you, say to yourself, in 20 years, I'm so happy I'm doing this? Number two, question number two is, what's something that, you're, that you might do, that you look at yourself in 10 years and say, oh no, why did I spend my time on this? This is such a waste of time. And question number three, that's the first two questions. That's two, Question number one is, what will I do in 10 years? If I do this in 10 years, I'll say, oh, I'm so happy I did this. Question number two is, what, would I, what, what could I do now that if I keep on doing this in 10 years, I'll look at myself and say, why did I waste my time doing this? Yeah. And question number three is, Looking at your life in the past, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 60 years ago, however old you are, what advice would you give yourself? Mm-hmm. The more experience you have, the more wisdom you have. What advice would you give your younger self now, that now that you've lived 20, 30, 40 years more, what's the best piece of advice you could give yourself right now? So th- these questions really lit this person up and made him think about what life is about. And today, through the prism of this week's Torah portion, let's talk about what life is about. The beginning of the Torah portion, this Torah portion means to donate, to give. God asks us at the beginning of the Torah portion, give me a donation to build my home. Hashem asks everyone to participate, men, women and children. Everyone's part of this. Everyone goes home, and they take whatever they can to be a part of this sanctuary, to build a home for Hashem. There's something very unusual, about the way God asks us to participate. God says to Moshe, says to Moses, "Take for me a donation." Why is it a take? A donation is something you give. Why is it take? That's question number one. Question number two, the Midrash says, God says, "Appease them." Its so that opposite connotation of take. Make them feel good about it encourage them, don't coerce them, encourage them, they should want to be part of this, make them, appease them, make them feel good about it. Now, why is there a need to appease us? God gave us everything, why is there a need to appease us and to make us interested in wanting to give? So, the way Hashem made the world is that everything is either giving or receiving. In fact, everything is both giving and receiving. In our bodies, we have our brain and the rest of our body, and the brain gives to the rest of the body. In the classroom, you have the teacher and you have the students. In a company, you have the employer and the employees. You have, in, in every relationship, there is the giver and there is a the receiver. So the question is, why didn't God just make everybody the same? Why did God make some people smarter, some people not so smart, some people with more resources to give and some people not, with, with, need, needing to ask to help? Why didn't God make everyone the same? So this is a question that King David asked God once. King David asked God, make it all equal, make everyone the same. Make it all equal. And what did God respond? God said, <laughs> If there's not, everyone's the same, there won't be any kindness. Nor if there to be kindness, there has to be this, this relationship of give and receive. Without, without, without this uh, distinction that Hashem makes between give and receiver, it's impossible to do kindness, and the whole world is about kindness. So Hashem made this wondrous harmony in all of creation that we're part of, and this harmony is that there has to be a receiver, and there has to be a giver, that means that I'm missing something, and you're missing something, and we all are meant to complement each other, and we all have something to give and something to receive. Look at trees. People spend millions of dollars, governments, to preserve trees. Why? Because trees and us have something in common and not so in common. What the trees need, or trees need oxygen, oxygen too, but more they need the uh, carbon dioxide, and we need the oxygen, so we breathe in the oxygen, we put out the carbon dioxide, and the trees, they want more of the, they need more of the carbon dioxide, and they put out the oxygen. So they want the trees to help produce the oxygen. We, we, when we, on the opposite, we produce carbon dioxide. So Hashem made the world in a way that there is a giver, there is a receiver, and without that the world cannot exist because Hashem wants there to be shef eloki. God wants there to be a divine flow of kindness to this world, of abundance, of blessing. And that is triggered, that's caused by our acting kind to each other. When we act kind to each other, that brings this into the world. I going to share with you an incredible story. If you follow my uh, podcast, you heard the story twice already today. I'm going to say it to you anyways, because you probably didn't. There's, uh, there was this woman who uh, was living in Brooklyn, and before Passover, she has her six children. She's going to go buy them some clothing and stuff for Passover. And she notices across the street, this little boy Joey, and Joey is sitting in front of his house, and Joey is all depressed and lonely, and she says, Joey! We're going shopping for Passover. Come join us. Joey knows the family. All right. No problem. Why not? not doing anything else anyways. Joey comes with them. And she says, Joey, I want to buy you a suit. Joey's like, I don't need a suit. I want to. I enjoy this. I want to give you a suit. So she buys him a suit. She buys him shirts. She buys him pants. She buys him pajamas. She buys him underwear and undershirts. Everything. The guy, Joey, at the end of this shopping experience, he is transformed. Not only is he transformed externally in his appearance, he looks great, but he, is, he melts. He's so touched by the kindness that she gave him that just, he's just overwhelmed. And he's a, little, he's a simple kid, you know, inner city, simple kid. So he says to her, is it true that you're God? Aren't you God? So you know, he, he heard that God is kind and benevolent and merciful and helps, so this is probably God. This lady must be God. This lady says, no, I'm not God but I am from his family. I'm, I'm a daughter of God. I'm a daughter of God. All Jewish people are called God's children. So he says, oh, the boy lights up, I knew you must be from his family. I knew you must be from God's family. So how do we become part of God's family? Give. Give. Give a compliment. Give money. Give a smile. Give. By giving, you become part of Hashem's family. The... Uh, famous Baron Rothschild. They say a story about him. I doubt the story is true, but the message is definitely true. This guy was, had three daughters. He had to get married. He have a five-minute warning. Uh, <laughs> he had three daughters, and he had to get married. And he asked his wife, As a Jewish husband. You no, know, He needs a big advice. He goes to his wife. What should I do? I don't have any money for a dowry to pay for the wedding hundred years ago. So his wife says, you know what you need to do? You need to write a letter to God. Okay? That's what you do. he so writes a letter to God. Dear God, maybe 50,000 rubles to marry off my daughter. Alright. The letter comes to the post office. The guy looking at the uh, postmaster, looking at this letter, he's like I'll send it to Rothschild. Send the letter to Rothschild. Rothschild is very amused by the letter. It says in the letter it says, it says letter to God and the postmaster added, care of Baron Rothschild. He's like, oh, great. I am, it, it looks like I live with God in the same house. This is so nice. What a big compliment. How much did he say he needs? He asks the secretary. 50,000. Okay, give him 40,000. Give him 40,000. All right. Year goes by. Next door has to get married. He asks his wife, what do I do? You don't know what to do? This is what you do. You write a letter to God. All right. He sits down and writes another letter to God. And he sends the letter. And the letter arrives in the office again of Baron Rothschild. And Baron Rothschild looks at the, looks the letter. He says, oh, I remember this guy. This guy. I'm not giving him a penny. This guy is not getting a penny. This guy showed no appreciation, no invitation to the wedding, no thank you, no picture, no nothing. Forget about this guy. Then he looks at the letter, and there's a PS. A lot of times the PS is a lot more than the letter itself. Like Yankel sent a letter to his dad. Dad, please send me $1,000. And his father sends back a letter. My son, it's time you learned that $100 is spelled with two zeros, not three. Anyways, so... um, so Baron Rothschild looks at the PS. What's the PS say? The PS says, uh, by the way, God, please don't send the money through Baron Rothschild. <laughs> that guy took off 20% of what you sent to me last <laughs> week. <laughs> so Baron Rothschild is a very warm Jew, and he is touched. He says, ah, you know this guy, he says, tell the secretary, send him everything he's asking for. He realized I am indeed a banker for God. That's the truth. That's the truth. That's why the Torah says that charity in Hebrew is not called charity. In English, charity means to be extra kind. What's the Hebrew word for charity? Anybody know? Not everybody at once. No, it's tzedakah. Tzedakah. What does tzedakah mean? Tzedakah, the root of the word tzedakah, tzedakah is tzedek. What does tzedek mean? Tzedek means to do the right thing. Not to be extra kind, do the right thing. Some unbelievable that ever says. Listen to this. The whole reason that God made the world in a way that there are givers and receivers, that there are those who have more and those who have less, is because God wants it to be kindness. So it comes out. Why is it that God gave me an abundance in some area? It's because, not of me, it's because of the one who has to receive. The, one, the reason why Hashem gave me is not because of me. He gave it to me because of the guy who was receiving. He didn't give it to me because of me. He gave it to me because, I wanted, because he, he wants the other person to receive. The recipient is the cause for the abundance of the giver. You, you hear the unbelievable thing? This is why the Torah says on Purim, Mitzvah Hashem another month, there's a mitzvah to give a gift to the poor. It's called a gift to the poor. Why it's a gift to the poor? Tzedakah, chaser. Why a gift? Why a gift? Usually, a gift is only given. The Dr. Gemara says you only give a gift to somebody who has caused you unique pleasure. You get invited to a wedding. Oh, I'm invited to the bar mitzvah. I come by. I'm giving a gift. I get invited to Avi wedding for sure. Coming by with a gift, no question. I'm, I'm so in touch. that I was invited. I thought he might forget about me, but I got t- so, so I, I I come by with a gift. When you but when you when you give a, money to a poor person. A lot of people don't want... To, so the highest le- one of the highest levels of charity is you don't know the person's receiving. You don't even know who they are. You don't know who they are. So why are you giving them a gift? The word gift in the Torah means something you're giving to someone who has caused you satis- pleasure, pleasure, dissatisfaction. You don't know the guy even. Why is there a gift? The answer is, you owe this guy everything you have. What's the whole reason God gave you? God didn't give you for you. He gave you because of Him. So you also So because... You really owe this person debt of gratitude because only because he needs did I get. Understand? It's mind boggling. That's why the Al Sheikh says. It says in the Al the Talmud says, let's say there's a father with 10 children. He writes a will. And the will, he says, I'm giving all of my possessions to my beloved son, Hanan. My beloved son, Hanan, getting all my possessions. So the Talmud says, no, that's not what he means. Well, he gave Hanan is not that he should be the owner of his entire estate. Hanan is merely supposed to be, in the language of the Talmud, Naptrupus. Aptrupus means the manager. He is supposed to distribute to the other sons. He wouldn't exclude nine of his kids. Same as also, says Al if God gave me something, why did He give it to me, not to the other nine kids? The other 90% of Jews don't have what I have. Why did I merit to have a wonderful husband, a wonderful wife, wonderful children, Parnasah? wisdom, caring, humor whatever each person that, that the gifts that we have, why do we have these gifts it's not, a, it's not about me it's a, I was given this to share it's because of the other person who's missing it that I was given in the first place it's married. how do you want to share your wife? explain, explain that to me the, Gemara says, the Torah says that who was the first person who was loved in the Torah listen Hanan, who was the first person that was loved in the Torah huh? who was the first person that was loved in the Torah? Love? Was the that was loved, Love? loved. Yeah. Rivka Rivka was loved. Okay. Who's the second person oh, who was loved? Rivko loved Yaakov. Yaakov is the second person says, Who's the third person that was loved? <coughs> Yosef. 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 Yosef? Actually, one second. Say ya- 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 I'm sorry. Ra- Rachel, Rachel, thank Yaakov. you. Yaakov. And then Rachel loves Yosef, right? No, it doesn't say that. I'm sorry. Yaakov it says it says it says Yaakov loves Yo uh, Ra- Thank you. It doesn't say mention rachel. You're adding words over there, Eitan. You can slow down on the Amida over there. Anyway, so it says Yaakov loved Yosef. So what do we see from this Hanan? Or to give love? To give love, you have to be loved. To give love, you have to be loved. So a lot of us, I don't mean that you should. Um, uh, share what you were asking about. What I mean is that if, if you were given a certain position of people care about you and that love you're given, you're able to give love because you were loved. Oh, now I got. You done. Yeah. So it makes sense now. You need to share the love. Share the love. Okay. Share the love. Okay. So. Let, let, I know everyone has uh, to leave. Well, give me five minutes, I'll be done. Is that fair, five minutes? On the clock? Tell me what time it is. I'll give you five no, minutes. On the clock. Seven minutes already. Okay. <laughs> Think about this. This is, a, this is a, an unbelievable thing. This is a Jew named Yaakov Galinsky, who said this amazing idea. Think about this. The Jewish people left Egypt, right? How many Jews left Egypt? About 3 million. There's 600,000 men between the ages of 20 and 60. All together there's about three million Jews. They left Egypt, right. They left Egypt and they come out of Egypt and they're all, all and before in Egypt they're penniless, they're slaves, they have nothing. All of a sudden it says each Jew has ninety donkeys with gold and silver. Everyone has 90, so they came from, from this scarcity it wasn't mentality. All it was mixed. A different subject. So they're all coming out with all this wealth, right? Then God says to them, six months later, six months later is when God asks us to build the tabernacle, He says, I want everyone to give. How much, everyone, how much gold was needed for the tabernacle? If you divide among three million people, how much gold did everyone have to give? you know how much? How much? A Half a gram. A half a gram. And when God asks us to give the half a gram, look, if you look in the mirror, half a gram. Half a gram. If, you look in, if you look in the mirror, you look in the mirror, and you think about it, it's mind-boggling. Think about this. God told Moshe Rabbeinu, He told Moses, appease them. Make them feel good. Don't force them to give. Why? When you get something, after a very short while, your memory suddenly changes things. A second before, I don't have anything, please help me, all of a sudden God gives it to you, and now it's mine. (laughs) Now it's mine. So Hashem tells Moshe, don't force them to give. Encourage them. Make them feel good about it. Ask them, appease them. Why? Because Hashem, Hashem loves us so much. Hashem understands us so much. He knows that once we get something, all of a sudden our memory changes and we said, Oh, this is mine, this is mine, this is mine. I have it. So Torah says in the 6th Torah portion, What's the first thing God tells us in the 6th Torah portion? Hashem says, Take for me a donation. What's the meaning of take? The meaning of take is it's not yours. It's not yours to give. The moment you understand whatever you're giving is not really you're giving it, really it's Hashem. He was taking it from you because he never gave it to you in the first place for you. He gave it to you in the first place to give. The moment you understand that, then you have the next word of to the Torah, push, what's the next word? Lee. Lee means do it for God's sake. Do it selflessly. Do it altruistically. Do it for the sake of Hashem. Now, Stucka is one of the mitzvahs that's really not so important what your, what your intent is. What's important thing is that the person you're helping is helped. That's so important your intent. But if you want to connect to God, you have to realize that whatever you're giving is not being given, whatever you're giving is being taken. Whatever you're giving isn't yours to give. Whatever you're giving is your really Hashem taking it from you because it was meant for you in the first place. This is why it says in the Talmud, it says that uh, this, this was a Roman heretic, a terrible person, He went to Rabbi Akiva. He went to Rabbi Akiva, how come God made poor people? What do you want? Why did God make poor people? So Rabbi Akiva said. Hashem made poor people, that made them poor now, so they should be saved from hell. On the surface, you read the Talmud, you think like, oh, they're getting hell in this world. In the next world, they'll have it easy. The deeper meaning is, it's for the one who's giving to be saved from hell, and not hell in the next world, hell in this world. When a person is, there are two kinds of people. There are people who are thinking, well, this world, it's a place of opportunity, a place of opportunity to get. What can I grab from this world? What can I grab? What can I grab? You don't get happy that way. To change our perspective, to change the perspective and realize we're here not to get, we're here to give. That's why we say in our prayers every day, sing to Hashem all the earth. What makes us sing? What makes us happy? When we realize this great harmony that Hashem made in the world, that every one of us has something to give. Whether you're you're able and you're able to, and you're able to do things on your own, we you need help from other people. Doesn't matter. Every one of us has an ability to give something. There was this woman. She asks her husband to go shopping for her, long story short. He comes to the, buy some stuff. He gets in line to purchase his things. And in front of him, there's a 16-year-old boy. And in front of the 16-year-old boy, or not in front of him, there's another lady comes by. And this guy strikes up a conversation with the 16-year-old boy. He says, what's your name? So this boy can tell, this boy's not a regular kid, a special needs child. The boy says, mommy, what's my name? She says, Dan- Daniel. Daniel! Oh, how old are you, Daniel? Mommy, how old am I? You're 16. I'm 16. This goes back and forth a few times. And then the boy calms a little bit a little bit down. And starts talking to him. they talking to each other. And the boy's eyes start to shine, start to sparkle. And the mother, and then he went to go play on the side of some toys over there he found in the super, in, in the in the um, in this, this, this store. <coughs> And the mother goes over to this guy and he says, thank you for talking to my son. I haven't seen him so happy and so so comfortable in such a long time. He says, I enjoyed speaking to your son a lot. I enjoyed the conversation. So she says, who are you? He says, listen, in this world, he had an idea. He felt that God gave him an idea. He just responded to her. He said, in this world there are lots of flowers. All of us are flowers in God's garden. We're all flowers. We often don't spend the time to stop and to pay attention to the beauty of the various flowers. Sometimes there are rare blue flowers, and no one notices the rare blue flowers. So here I had an opportunity to to meet one of the precious, beautiful people that God made in this world, and I wanted to enjoy and to touch and to to see his beauty. So she's really, really touched, and she says, and and who are you? And who are you? He says, I am just a flower in God's garden, and I and I enjoy what I, when I can, can it meet another beautiful flower. make a long story short, we have to all be flowers in God's garden. What does a flower do? The flower goes off a fragrance and doesn't ask for anything in back. It's always giving, always giving. So Hashem tells us in this week's parasha, Last point, I'll let you go. Last point, last point. The Maharash was once talking about this teaching of David HaMelech. David HaMelech again said, he asked Hashem why why isn't there quality in the world? And God says it's for the sake of kindness. Rebbe Marash says, but the poor person has a question. You want there to be kindness? Okay, let me be the giver, let him be the receiver. So Rebbe Marash said no, there's no answer for that. There's no answer for that. There's no answer why Hashem chose this person (laughs) to be the giver, this person to be the receiver. It's not beyond our our understanding, Hashem chose and that's our mission. And receiving is also a mission. Receiving is also a mission of Hashem. You do that. A lot of people don't have the pride to ask for help. That's part of mitzvahs of Hashem. That's part of God's kindness. You can't have kindness without receiving it to feel good mm-hmm. by receiving as well. You know it doesn't feel so good because because that's part of part of the way Hashem gives the world kindness. And the whole purpose of creation is by <coughs> their being given a receiver. So when the Rebbe Marash said this that that the poor man could have a claim, why do I have to be the poor man? Everyone started to cry. All of a sudden, everyone felt the rich people, the poor people, everyone felt like everyone asked the question differently instead of asking the question, why does the other person have everyone asked a much smarter question smart people don't ask the question, why why does the other guy have a smart person asks the question, why do I have why did God give this to me, what is it for so Hashem should help us all that we should change our perspective and we should look for opportunities look for opportunities, you see somebody look for something good about the other person to compliment, to notice, to make them feel good you look for something, look for an opportunity to chesed. You, you go in a taxi, you go shopping, you go to the bank, you go home, you go home. <laughs> you go home. everyone said, month of Adar, usually a father sometimes says a stern word to, to a child or something. The month of Adar, a father, a husband, has to look for opportunities to bring happiness to his family in ways that will naturally make them happy. Not, not telling them another gemara, another marasho. Ethan comes home with, Rocky Road ice cream Rocky Road Yeah So And we add in simcha And people around us This is Magadar this Yaqib God does whatever He tells us to do We add simcha To each of us And to all of us and The main simcha Is the simcha Of Bias and Mashiach Shatina